Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. Josh. Let's talk soccer. Happy Fourth of July. Yep. And to all of our listeners, our many, many hundreds of thousands of listeners in the United States, we wish you a happy and safe Fourth of July. And everyone else out there, we say hello. Hope you're enjoying all the World Cup action. I mean, just drama-packed yeah, World Cup. Crazy matches. I mean, three of the round of sixteen matches. <clears throat> go into penalty kicks, which is, I think, never before happened. Um, teams that you think were shoe-ins to probably get at least to the quarterfinals, if not the semifinals, are being ousted. Um, teams that you never would have thought have made it this far are um, are getting this far yep. and looking good. It's been, it's been amazing. Yeah, it's been it's great. It's been a ton of fun to watch. So why don't we first hit... Um, some of the World Cup action give you know some highlight overview type stuff. Um, we will talk <clears throat> fantasy World Cup, and we're gonna talk a little fantasy Premier League too. Yep, cool. All right, let's first then let's sort of give some observations on round of sixteen matches. Um, some interesting developments here. Some some top teams um, and some top players going home earlier than I think anyone would have thought. Yep. So first up, uh, France sent Argentina packing. A great game. Yeah, amazing game. Seven goals. Seven goals. Uh, some, also some amazing goals. Uh, specifically, Di Maria with just a rocket from like 30 yards out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, an absolutely lovely goal. Um, Mbappe. Mbappe with a brilliant match. Two goals. Oh, wow. I mean, the pace. I didn't realize he had that much pace. Yeah, it's a bit... Uh, I mean, he just was like a lightning bolt, the flash. Uh, just amazing by him. Yeah, and he's a big kid, too. I mean, to you know, to be 19 years old, <clears throat> have that level of pace and composure, um, I mean, he's got a very, very bright future yep. <clears throat> ahead and, of him. And then also another amazing goal, Pavard's goal. Oh. A beautiful goal. Another youngster. Yeah, beautiful uh, form as well. Oh, my God. What a hit. I mean, to score a goal like that in the World Cup, to score any goal in the World Cup, but a goal like that. I would say Di Maria's was more just straight power. Yes. Where Loris just couldn't get to it. Pavard's yeah. was just more beautiful technique uh, to get in just the a, top left corner. I mean, you got to hit that ball perfectly, and he did, and the result was a great goal. Yeah, it was kind of like Nacho's goal, but just sort of yes. more top corner. Right. Um, and so, of course, with that result, Argentina and Leo Messi go home. <clears throat> Messi probably never going to get his World Cup. Probably not. He does say he, if Argentina qualify, he will play in 2022, though. So We shall see. You'll never know, because at that point, he's going to be very old, and he can't really one-man team like he, yeah. he has been doing. <clears throat> you know, so. I just think it's a shame that I don't think Argentina um, used all of its weapons. I mean, you've got Dybala on the bench. Didn't uh, play a minute. Didn't play one minute. That is just baffling to me. I don't know why Aguero didn't just play the whole time. Aguero he comes scores. on and a couple minutes later scores. Yep, I mean, I... I I guess that they'll be second-guessing those sorts of decisions for four more years. Yep. <clears throat> um, Uruguay and Portugal. Cavani. 
with some brilliant goals. Pretty much single-handedly wins that game for his country um, and sends Cristiano packing. So everyone was hoping for a Messi-Ronaldo matchup and not going to get it. See, the current meme is <clears throat> if France beat Argentina and Uruguay beat uh, Portugal, then Messi and Ronaldo will play at the airport. <laughs> yeah, they sent them packing. Um, Spain and Russia... A 1-1 draw all the way through 120 minutes, and then Russia win 43 on pens. Uh, very disappointed in how Spain played. They had a buttload of possessions, about 75%, I believe, and they couldn't put the ball in the box and convert at all. The amount of talent they have on that team and the inability to do anything with it, they deserve to go home, and Russia deserved to win. Russia was the better team. Yeah, uh, so... Unlike the Portugal-Uruguay game, where Portugal, they were kind of putting the ball in, mm-hmm. uh, and they were kind of making chances, Spain just were passing it around. Yeah. Uh, I would really only say Isco was the only person who was actually trying to do something. Yeah, Isco, Isco definitely was. He was definitely Spain's man of the match. <clears throat> but besides that, Igor Akinfeev is the man. Akinfeev is the man. And once you get into penalty shootout, it can go either way. It's really just a 50-50 at that point. Yeah, it as is. As much talent as a team has, yep. it all just comes down to a yeah. bit of luck, and, a bit of composure. Yep. And Spain got punished for uh, foolishly wasting 120 minutes to put this game to bed. Yep. All right. Uh, Croatia-Denmark, another 1-1 draw that goes <clears throat> to penalties. It was a shame that either team had to lose this one because I think – First four minutes of this game were exciting. Each team had its goal uh, within that time. The next uh, 86 minutes plus the extra time were sort of uh, boring, although both goalkeepers, Subasic and Schmeichel, made some amazing saves in that extra time. And then, of course, in the penalty shootout, um, it was a shame for either goalkeeper to have to to go down swinging with that because they both made... Schmeichel was on fire. Yeah, both had very good matches. I would say Schmeichel played a little bit better. Yeah. Um, that penalty kick that he saved in... Uh, normal time. Yeah. Against Luka Modric. Yeah. Modric actually came out and said that he was so surprised that he saved it. Yeah. Um, and brilliant save. Well, like father, Great like son, I suppose. Yep. <clears throat> um, all right, so Croatia go on into the quarterfinals. <clears throat> uh, Brazil... 2-0 over Mexico. Not a huge surprise there. This is probably the most <laughs> standard match out of all yeah. the matches. Uh, Neymar with a good game, but Neymar acting a bit silly and a bit like he a baby. <clears throat> try for a diving team, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for try the diving to be squad. a dolphin. Yeah. Um, or a porpoise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> inside joke, guys. Um, but anyway, so I think that referees um, and the whole VAR team will be on the lookout for that sort of, uh, those hijinks, yeah, those shenanigans. If, if anyone's seen the new KFC, uh, advertisement. That's right. Uh, so pretty much there's a guy who gets, uh, who doesn't get hit, but he dives. He starts rolling like Neymar does. In a game. Yeah. Uh, out of the stadium, onto the streets, <laughs> all the way across the desert at, uh, to a KFC where it picks up the KFC. That's so. right. That's right. I like that one. And I like, uh. Is it a Geico commercial? Yeah, the Geico commercial where he scores, he slides for five minutes straight. I like that. Those are good commercials. Some good commercials during the World Cup are really good. Um, Okay, so Brazil move on. Belgium, uh, 3-2 over Japan, barely, with a, I think there were 90, there were three minutes of stoppage time Mm -hmm. um, after the 90, and they scored with, Belgium scored, uh, 
their third goal with about 20 seconds left to spare. So A brilliant um, counterattack. <clears throat> brilliant counterattack. Can't really get much better than that. Yes, it was it was great. Belgium showed what it could do, but but kudos to Japan uh, for the way that they played. And then their fans, and they did this all throughout the tournament, um, they clean up after themselves, which I think is just class. I mean, what classy people. There are fans from other countries or fans just from anywhere who who act completely opposite at events like this. And then the Japanese fans, I mean, they bring their own bags with them to clean up and the Japanese team left a thank you note uh, to Russia when it left after it lost a heartbreaking game so pure class and nothing but respect to Japan I think Belgium's a dangerous team um, they have so much talent especially on the attack mm-hmm. <clears throat> you got to watch out for them uh, Sweden and Switzerland I think pretty much went to the way everyone was thinking Sweden pull out the win um, but also a close game uh, and then Columbia, England, um, full of chippiness yep. in that game. <clears throat> uh, also tied at 1-1 after 120 minutes and also goes to penalties. And England win 4-3. to Jordan Pickford showed what he's made of. All I have to say is England won a penalty shootout. England won a penalty shootout. So they broke that curse. Um, a, a ball hit from way outside the box. Uh, by a Colombian player that is going, if he's sort of outside the left corner of the box, it's going far post to the upper right corner of the goal, would have gone in. Pickford's left hand gets fingertips on it and knocks it wide to keep them alive and send it to penalties. And then, of course, that same left hand makes a beautiful save um, to to break the curse. Yeah. So oh, yeah. amazing really like England. They seem they seem like a team. This you is know the what first I mean? time that the England it's not like it yeah, they're an actual team. It's like they were a club team. And yes. It's not like we're just the players. I feel like Braz- each team. Yeah, I feel like Brazil is a bunch of individuals. They're starting to come together. I think this 2-0 win over Mexico, uh they're starting to come together, but I think England has had this the whole time. I think Belgium's the same way. I think um another Belgian uh, England matchup is not highly is not highly unlikely, um, <clears throat> but I mean if you look at every game except for one in the round of sixteen, everything either decided by one goal or by penalty shootouts. The only one that that was different was the two zero win of it's Brazil not like over it, Mexico. It was a blowout, it right? Was only two now. Pretty impressive, um, and of course then we go into. Um, the quarterfinals. So coming up, we've got Uruguay and France, uh, Brazil and Belgium, Russia and Croatia. It's kind of crazy that either Russia or Croatia will be in a semifinal. Yep, in England or Sweden. So on that side of the bracket, the Russia, Croatia, England, Sweden side, um, either England or a team that has never played in a World Cup final will be um, will be in one. So uh, pretty cool little factoid there but what do you what do you think here so we've got uruguay france what do you think i think it's going to be a close one but i think france will pull out uh pull out the win i could see mbappe scoring yeah i think france has more weapons Mm -hmm. uh cavani i think is still hurt got injured at the end and if he does play 
it's really just him and Suarez. It is. <clears throat> yeah, it really is. And if they do get scored on, yeah. and especially if they get scored on twice, mm-hmm. it's really hard for them to sort of come out of their shell. Yeah. Push people forward yeah. because we know how deadly France is on the counterattack. I like France to come out of that game. Uh, Brazil, Belgium, I think this is going to be a tough one. For some reason, I think Brazil is going to pull it out, but I think it's going to be in a very lucky way. It's either going to be on an own goal or a questionable call or a last-minute penalty kick, you know, a penalty called in the box, something along those lines. Yeah, I, I could also see that. I do think France will win. I was like, France? I, Brazil will win. Um, Neymar, I think, might score a penalty. Yeah. Because he'll probably dive around a lot until mm-hmm. they just give him the call. Yeah, I think so. I hope that the referees really, really keep – a strong lookout. Because Neymar's strategy is really just, if someone touches you, fall down, and just keep rolling around until they, you get the yeah, call. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so my, in that one, my heart says Belgium, but my head says Brazil by a hair. Yep. Okay. So next up, then, we've got Russia and Croatia. Who do you like here? I say Croatia barely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see them maybe winning 1-0, maybe off a Manzukic goal. Mm. Um, but... If Russia are able to get it all the way to penalties again, mm-hmm. I favor them. Yeah, they have the the home ground advantage. Yep, they just came off a big win. Yeah, they're also probably the underdogs. Yeah, I would, bit. I would think so. Uh, so they don't have too much to lose, really. Yeah. See, I, I think Russia's luck is going to run out. I think they've had a great showing. I think their country will be very proud of them, and and it'll be. Sad to see them go, but I think overall it was a great showing from Russia. But I think I think Rakitic and Modric are really going to rebound. Um, and they had a wake-up call in their round of 16 match. <clears throat> and I think um, I think they're just going to sort of pick Russia apart. I think that Croatian midfield is just going to pick Russia apart. But we'll see. Um, but we both agree that Croatia is going to emerge out of that one. <clears throat> and then lastly, Sweden and England. Um, I think England, I said this earlier today, I think England is a team of destiny to make it to the finals. Um, I don't want to curse anything, but I think England's going to win. I think it's yeah. going to be 2-0 or 2-1. Yeah. Um, I think if it's 2-0, it's just going to be a pretty comfortable match. Yeah. If it's 2-1, I think they're going to be up 2-0, and then Sweden are going to score late. <clears throat> sort of a consolation goal. Yeah, I think defensively, I mean, you've got Pickford now whose confidence is through the roof. Um, he has a defense in front of him who wants to do nothing but protect him, uh, and they fully believe in him. Uh, and they have a lot of offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen Sterling do a whole lot of damage yet. Lingard is certainly capable of it. Uh, we know what Kane can do. Delhi Alley. Um, hasn't really lit up, and they just have a lot of talent. They have a lot of depth uh, on the bench, too. So I think England will make it through. Really, the only reason they it was such a close match against (laughs) Colombia was that Yeri Mina just hit straight into the ground, and it bounced up to the smallest player on their team. Terrible clearance. Terrible, or lack of clearance. All right, let's talk fantasy World Cup then. So people have some decisions they need to make. They had players... On their squad, most likely, that are on a team that did not advance into the quarterfinals. So you've got to get rid of some players and bring on some new ones. So some important things to know. You have $105 million 
or pounds or euros, whatever currency you're working in, uh, for your team, for your budget. <clears throat> and also, uh, you have three free transfers, which may or may not be enough. Now, if you've already used your bench boost, you really only need to really focus on your starting 11 if you want to. Um, if you're low on transfers, um, you know, really focus on your starting 11 and try to make sure that these are players that are definitely going to start. Mm -hmm. That's probably the best advice there. <clears throat> we have started to put our team together, and I'll we'll give you a little sneak peek of what it probably will be. There's There might be some changes, um, but we have Hazard, Kane, and Mbappe up top. Hazard is our captain. He plays a day before um, I think Kane does, so... If yeah, if Hazard doesn't perform the way that we want him to, um, then we can always switch it to Kane. And the reason that we did Hazard over Mbappe, um, and we may change that. Actually, I'm still undecided. I can rationalize either one of those two, um, but but Hazard just is Hazard is sort of a multi-pronged um, weapon. He can either create assists yep. um, or. Uh, or score goals. Mm -hmm. I think that was the justification there. In the midfield, we've got Jay Lings, Jesse Lingard, Modric, uh, Coutinho, and Kleisson. Um, Kleisson's on penalty kicks. Pretty solid <clears throat> midfield just in for general. the team. Yeah. Um, and then on defense, we've got Lovren, who I think will hold his own against Russia, and he can score goals. Uh, we've got John Stones, who on set pieces is dangerous for England. And then we've got Thiago Silva, just a leader there in the back. Um, and then we've got Jordan Pickford in goal. So was was deciding between Pickford and uh, Subasic mm -hmm. and went with Pickford just based off of the amount of confidence that this guy has. Yep. is pretty impressive. But what we'll do is we'll definitely go ahead and on our Instagram page, and if you don't know what it is, just look for Let's Talk Soccer, um, and we'll post some more uh, suggestions on players to consider. But most important thing is make sure you're choosing players that are actually going to start and yep. hopefully play all 90 minutes. And, of course, then you want players who are either, uh, if they're defenders, you want ones that, that usually go forward and attack. Mm -hmm. Um or play the ball into the box quite a bit, uh, create chances, make crosses, things like that uh, for the assist. And then, of course, with uh, midfielders and um, attackers, you want ones that are taking penalty kicks uh, or on set pieces or both. Yep. Best tips you can go with there. All right. And then I also said that we're going to talk fantasy primarily. Um, some good news. Fantasy Premier League has started to post, uh, or the scout has started to post some of his ones to watch players. Uh, he has quite a few already, and we've posted some of them at our Instagram page. Um, so go ahead and keep an eye out for that. Just players that you can start considering. Um, that's a woman. Um, that, uh, that you can start considering for your team, and he sort of gives a lot of rationale as to why they're worth your consideration. So um, really good stuff there. And then uh, a lot of prices have been – not a lot, but some prices have started to be announced. Um, the full list is not available yet, um, but players like Aguero have been announced. He's at um, 11 million pounds. So we've got him. We've also got – 
Um, let's see who else we have here on the list. We've got, let's see, we've got uh, Roberto Firmino, uh, who's in there, and he's 9.5 million pounds. I said that's quite a good deal. Yep. I'm wondering if maybe you get a bundle discount if you get him and Salah together. What do you think? Yeah, maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe a cheeky 10 million for both of them. There you go. Uh, Lukaku comes in at 11 million even. I would say that's a bit questionable. If Lukaku's 11 million, Aguero should be about 12.5 million. The thing with Aguero, though, is that he doesn't play all the time. That's the hard part. He's... But when he, when he does play, yes, it's probably about two thirds of the season. Yeah, he lights it up. Very true. Um, Hazard comes in at ten point five million. Granite Shaka, a bargain at five point five million. You just never know how he's going to play, but that's a great price. Yes, and then Ruben Neves from newly promoted team Wolves at five million, and he's a midfielder. A pretty so, good deal as well, being their top assister. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so there are some early prices. We'll continue to post um, every single time. It looks like Sessegnon, um, his price has not been posted yet. So what the Premier League, what FPL is doing on Twitter is saying, what, asking what they're doing a poll of what player would you like to see next. Or they'll name a player and ask what his FPL price we think it will be. So Sessegnon is up next, and the options they've given are 6.5 million, 7 million, or 7.5 million. He's classified as a midfielder here. I'm going to say they're going straight to 7.5. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, we're going to vote for 7.5. A A lot of people think, based on this poll, 6.5. So we shall see what happens there. Um, But I think – so anyway, we're going to post a ton of stuff. FPL-wise, especially the closer we get to the season. No, the season has not begun yet. Uh, You're not available to start choosing your team yet, but at least with all this information, you'll be well-equipped sort of doing your homework ahead of time on who to pick. And as soon as we know the date of when you can start to build your team um, and when we can start to create leagues, we will let you know. We'll definitely do another Let's Talk Soccer FPL League. But I think that's going to do it for now. Yep. Uh, We'll come back after the quarterfinals Mm -hmm. of the World Cup, and we'll talk more. But continue to check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. And until next time, guys, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.